Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Comedy Podcast. Welcome to episode 101 of season 4 of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast and our annual Christmas special. I hope everyone is having a wonderful holiday with family and friends. Today, we're bringing you the 1944 Christmas show from the Amos and Andy show, and the 1953 Christmas show from the BBC sitcom Life with the Lions. I want to thank all of you for tuning in to the podcast, and to today's Christmas special in particular. A reminder that our final episode of Season 4 will be one week from today, when we present our New Year's special on January 1st. Everyone have a very Merry Christmas. Enjoy the shows. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Andy, did you hear that? Come on, will you? Did I hear what? That whistle. That's the Rinso White whistle. And Rinso means us. That's right. Rinso gets clothes Rinso White. And Rinso presents the Amos and Andy Show with their guests for tonight, the Paul Taylor Chorus. <laughs> it's practically Christmas, and all through the house, the youngsters are helping with everything, even the dishes. <laughs> but unfortunately for Mom, that state of affairs won't last very long. She'll soon be facing a sink piled high with Christmas dinner dishes and not a helping hand in sight. Of course, Mom knows she can depend on Rinso to make quick work of the biggest pile of dishes. Why, ladies, you just fill your dishpan full of those soapy-rich Rinso suds, and watch the heavy grease and sticky food particles scoot. In next to no time, every dish is bright and shining. And ladies, Rinso's easy on your hands, too. So don't take chances. Use Rinso. And now, here are Amos and Andy and their guests, the Paul Taylor Chorus. <laughs> It's the Saturday before Christmas. The morning crowds are milling about Lenox Avenue in Harlem doing their last-minute shopping. Andy is out with Amos's little girl, Arbidella, on their annual Christmas tour of the department store windows. Right now, they're looking at a little doll in one of the windows. Yeah, that show is a pretty doll, Arbidella. Yes, that's the one I wrote and asked Santa Claus to bring me. Daddy said I wrote the letter too late. You see, I only wrote it two days ago. Yeah, well, that ain't giving Santa Claus much time. You gotta write him before that. Isn't she pretty, though, Uncle Andy? Yeah. Daddy said Santa Claus would bring it to me next Christmas. Oh, sure. You see, that'll give him more time. We're having a good time today, ain't we, Uncle Andy? Hmm. I like being out with you. Yeah, and I like being out with you, too, Arbadella. But I guess we'd better be getting on home now. 
Do you think Mommy and Daddy will be home yet? Oh, yeah. They say they'd be home at 12. Uncle Andy, let me just look at the doll once more. Oh, sure, honey. She's beautiful. She's a talking doll, too. Yeah, they is the best ones, all right. That sure is a pretty dress she's got on. But when Santa Claus brings her to me next year, I'm going to make her a lot more pretty dresses. Hmm. Pink ones. I can hardly wait till next Christmas. Miss Andy, you sure got a lot of Christmas presents there. Yeah, Lightning. I wants to get them all wrapped up now, too, so I ain't got to do it this afternoon or tonight. Yeah, well, what is that one you got there? Perfume? Yeah, for one of my girlfriends. You know, Sadie Blake. Yeah, but yeah. she likes that sweet-smelling stuff, all right, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, she ought to. This is genuine imported French perfume. Yeah. Uh-oh, look at this. They done left the price on there. <laughs> 25 cents. <laughs> hey, you got a pencil lightning? Uh, yeah, sir, but I ain't got no rubber on the end of it. Well, I don't care about no rubber. I just wants to put two in front of that and make it two and a quarter. <laughs> You see, Lightning, if Sadie don't like the perfume, she'll be crazy about the price. Yeah, well, uh, what you got in this package here, Miss Andy? Oh, them are some handkerchiefs that I'm going to give that other gal friend of mine, Evelyn Bennett. Uh, but wait a minute, Miss Andy. Uh, these has got a C broidered up in the corner. Yeah, well, last year I was going to give them to that gal Carmen that I was going with, but we done busted up two days before Christmas. <laughs> Now, well, with the letter C on there, I don't see how you can give them to Evelyn Bennett. Yeah, well, I thought of that. So for the last three weeks, I've been calling her Cookie. <laughs> yeah, uh, look here, here come the Kingfish and Henry Van Porter. Yeah, come in, fellas, come in. Well, hello there, Lightning. Hello, Andy. Merry Christmas, fellas. Noel, Noel, and all that stuff. That's the charming you. Charming Yuletide to you, gentlemen. The charming Yuletide. Yeah. Charming Yuletide to you, too, Henry. Yeah, well, I see you wrapping all your Christmas presents here, Andy. Uh, Any time that you want me to turn my back and not look, just say the word. <laughs> well, listen, I ain't bought you a present, Kingfish. Oh, you ain't got around to that yet, huh? No. Well, don't worry about it, brother Andy. You've got time. You know, uh, my wife and me will... Talking about the same thing just this morning. Hmm. She said to me, she said, George, do you think that any of your friends is going to give you that bathrobe they got in the corner window at the Globe Department store? Hmm. I said, honey, you mean the blue one with the red sash around it that I crazy about? She said, yeah, you know, it's Mark uh, 395. I said, yeah, honey, that's the one size 40. Uh, funny thing, I mean, my wife talk back and forth like that, and you know, just... just <laughs> Yes, well, you could use a new bathrobe, Kingfish. That one you had on yesterday certainly was a mess. Yeah, uh, oh, and by the way, and, uh, I just thought of something. Uh, how big is that door at your boarding house? Door? Why? Well, uh, I'm coming up to see you tomorrow morning with a pretty big package for you. If I can't get it in there, though, I can always take the door off the hinges, can't we? Yeah. yeah. Say, this is kind of embarrassing, because I is broke and can't afford to buy nothing for you. Well... Uh, uh, nothing at all? That's right. Say, uh, what time do you expect to be up there with that big package? Well, on um, second thought, it might not be as early as I expected, you know. <laughs> well, uh, I'll be there all morning. 
Uh, well, don't wait for me, though, Annie. See, I got a lot of packages that live might not get around to you till February or March. I don't know what to do. Yeah, well, I know that it was something like that. Oh, uh, Miss Annie, I've been trying to wrap some of these packages here for you. This is a hard one, all right. Well, what in the world is that? Oh, that's a little toy automobile I done bought for Amos Jr. You wind it up and it scoots around the floor, backs up and does everything. I'll show you here. Yeah, let's see that there. Now watch this. Mm-hmm, go ahead. Look at it go. Say, that is the cutest thing I done ever see. Yeah, see the way that thing went around there? Look at that. Well, look at this, will you? It's even got a license number on it. Yeah, let me have it, uh, Henry. Uh, I want to see if I can shoot it around the floor again here. But I can wind it myself, King yeah, Well, let me do it, Henry. I asked for it. Yes, but I picked it up first. Well, now, don't break it, fellas. Well, Andy, can't I be the one to work it? Kingfish, I'm going to work it. Now, let's not be childish about this. All right, all right. Uh, but I'm next on the thing. Well, I'm going to put it back in the box now before it gets broke. And I got a lot of things to do around here, too. You children better run along home now. Say, uh, by the way, Andy, you're coming over to the gatherings at Lloyd's Hall this afternoon, ain't you? Oh, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, you know, all the boys are getting together. Christmas spirit, refreshment, slapping everybody on the back and all that stuff, you know. Yes, the whole gang is going to be there. I'll see you there, Andy. Okay, so long, fellas. Yeah, well, so long. Merry Christmas. Goodbye, boys. Goodbye. Well, I was wrapping this package of colored crayons that you bought for half a dollar, Miss Andy. Yeah, go ahead, wrap that. As a, must I rub out to ten cents, or must I just put a one dollar in front of it? Oh, rub it out. This ain't much of a gift to give a kid, is it? And those, uh... Well, it ain't bad, Miss Andrew. Yeah, but she might not even like crayons. Well, she might and she might not. After all, you don't know what Miss Amos' daughter likes. Well, the funny part of it is, Lightning, I do know what she likes. Ah, well, even if you do, that don't make no difference because you was broke. You ain't got enough money to buy nothing more. Yeah, that's what's troubling me. I is broke. Say, Lightning, what time is it? Uh, it's nearly one o'clock. Yeah. Say, I'm going to leave. I'll see you later. You want to see me? Uh, yes, uh, I guess so. Uh, is you the gentleman to do the hiring here for the store? That's right. My name is Simmons. Yeah, well, I was wondering if you need any extra sales help for the last-minute rush this afternoon. I would work hard. Well, we did need extra help up until yesterday, but uh, I think we can get through the rest of the day with the salespeople we have. Oh. Well, thank you just the same, Mr. Oh, uh, wait, just a minute. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Maybe you can do it. Uh, what's that? Well, one of our Santa Claus's helpers was called home. You see, his wife was taken ill suddenly, and we could use somebody to take his place. You think you could do it? Uh, be Santa Claus's helper? That's right. Well, I ain't never done that before. Well, sure, I can do it. Fine. Now, if you come down to the fourth floor, I'll give you your Santa Claus suit and tell you just what you're supposed to do. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. Well, Mr. Brown, that Santa Claus suit seems to fit you as well as the man who worked here before. Yeah. Uh, help me button the thing up, will you, Mr. Simmons? A little snug right here. Yes, as I see. 
Huh? You got that pillar in there just right. That ain't no pillar, that's me. <laughs> well, I think you better hurry and finish putting on your costume, Mr. Brown. <clears throat> I want you to get out in the toy department with the children. Yeah, well, I guess the next thing you do is to get these boots on here. I'll sit down here and try to get in them. I'll pull them on here. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Uh, Mr. Simmons, has you got any of that sliding powder by any chance? Why? What's the matter? The dogs is too big for the house. <laughs> uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got one in. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> here goes the other one. <clears throat> there we is. Feet, you was wrapped up plenty tight today. Well, that's fine. Now just put on these whiskers and this hat and you're all set. Yes, okay. Now, what must I do, Mrs. Simmons, when I gets out there? Well, Santa Claus's chair is right over at the far end of the toy department. Now, I want you to listen to the little children while they tell you what they would like for Christmas. Mm. And then assure them that Santa Claus will get their message. Yes, sir. And the idea is that Santa Claus would have a pretty tough time of it handling everything himself if he didn't have you helpers. I think you understand what I mean. Oh, yes, sir, yes, sir. I understand all right. And uh, if you run into any difficulties of any sort, just call the floor walker. All right, Sonny, you is next. Come right up here now and sit on Santa Claus's lap. That's the boy. Now, tell Santa Claus, what do you want for Christmas? I want a G-Man badge and a gun. A G-Man badge and a gun? Yeah, well, what's your name, son? Oliver Griffith. Oliver Griffith? Well, is you done been a good boy all year, Oliver? Yes, sir. Yeah, well, I could have seen that without even asking. You was a nice little fellow. I bet you drinks up all your milk at every meal, don't you? No, I don't. Uh, you don't? No. Well, you drink part of it, though, don't you? I don't drink none of it. Mm, none of it, huh? No. Oh, floor walker, can you come over here? If that goes give me the G-Man badge and the gun, I'll drink my milk. Oh, yeah, well, never mind, floor walker. Oh, that's a good little boy, Oliver. Now, you just hang up your stocking and everything's going to be all right. Oh, thank you, Santa Claus. Come on, Oliver. Mm. Am I next? Yeah, you is next. My, what a nice little girl. Sit right here on my knee. Now, tell me, what is your name? Henrietta Lewis. Hmm, that's a pretty name, too. And that's a pretty little dress you got on there. The mama made it for me. See the ribbon? Yeah, that's good, all right. Henrietta, you is one of the sweetest little girls I don't ever see. Now, tell me, what do you want for Christmas? A football. <laughs> a football? Yes, and a two chest and a drum. Two chest, huh? Well, what do a little girl like you want with them things? Oh, I don't want them for myself. Oh. Oh, well, who does you want them for? My little brother. Your brother? Yes. You see, he's sick in bed, and he couldn't come down here, and I don't want you to forgive him. Oh, well, that show is sweet of you, Henrietta. And I can tell you right now that Santa Claus is going to take care of him. Thank you. Merry Christmas, Santa Claus. Merry Christmas, honey. Merry hey, Christmas. quit shoving. I'm next. Yeah, no fighting there now, boys. No fighting. Take it easy. I tried to push in ahead of me. I'm next, ain't I, Santa Claus? Yes, sir. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, Sonny. Uh, what's your name? Percy Carter. Percy. Percy, huh? Hmm. Uh, what do you want for Christmas? I want a machine gun. Do I get it? Uh, 
Well, oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll see what I can do about it and all that stuff. I want a wallet, too, with a picture of Humphrey Bogart in it. Yeah, well, I'll work on that, too. Who's next? Wait a minute, Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. I ain't through yet. I want to ask you something. Yeah, well, 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 what is it, Percy? Last year, I asked you for a pair of skates, and I didn't get them. What goes? Well, <laughs> well, uh, you got a lot of other stuff, though, didn't you? Yeah. I got a necktie, some socks, and a couple of handkerchiefs. But who wants that stuff? Ah, well, better luck this year. All right, who's next? Wait a minute. Uh- I got more stuff to ask you. Oh. In that workshop up north where Santa Claus makes all his toys? Yeah. What kind of country is that? Country? Well, it's, uh, 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 it's just, uh, it's nothing but ice and snow and uh, snow and ice, all stuff like that. No trees or nothing? No, just ice and snow. Then where does Santa Claus get the apples and oranges he puts in the stockings every Christmas? Uh, or, uh, old floor walker. Oh, forget it. Yeah, all right. Thank you, son. Thank you. Who's next? I am, Santa oh, Claus. Oh, step right up, Sonny. Step yes, right sir. up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And what's your name? Jimmy Watson. And what a is it? A baseball glove, a punching bag, a watercolor set, a ring toss, a fountain pen, a Mickey Mouse switch watch, a cowboy suit, a telegraph set, a bicycle bell, a flashlight, and a baby sister. Oh, <laughs> uh, is that all you want? That's all I can think of right now. look a little worn out, Mr. Brown. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I is a little tired. I never talked to so many kids in all my life. But you know something? They is really cute, though, you know it. Well, you did very well. All the children seemed very happy, and the parents were just standing there beaming. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I see that. Uh, thank you, sir. Well, we certainly appreciated having you here this afternoon. Yes, sir. Well, tell you the truth, I enjoyed it, too. And, of course, you know I done it for a special reason. Yes, and here it is, Mr. Brown. I had the stock boy take it out of the window. The talking doll. has been well rewarded in his effort to get a Christmas present for Amos's little girl. We'll hear more about it in just a moment. You know, Christmas wouldn't be Christmas without holly wreaths and Christmas trees and little dinner table scenes like this one. Oh, boy! Turkey! Well, I want the drumstick! Oh, Tommy, you're going to upset the gravy bowl. Oh, Tommy... You've got gravy all over your shirt. <laughs> well, Tommy's shirt will be a real contribution to the family wash this time, to say nothing of the tablecloth. But uh, does that bother his mother? Well, Tommy's shirt is certainly not very pretty. But with Rinso in the wash tub, it will come out like magic. Yes, you see, ladies, Rinso soaks clothes clean in as little as ten minutes. Just a few quick finger rubs wherever the dirt's a little stubborn and rinse. All your washable colors come spotlessly, Rinso bright, safely, even after dozens of washings. And, of course, Rinso gets your whitewash, Rinso white, because those peppy, rich suds get out more dirt. 
So make every wash day a rinse wash day, and you'll whistle while you work. And now, back to the Amos and Andy Show and their guests, the Paul Taylor Chorus. It's Christmas Eve. Andy has just arrived at Amos's with an arm full of packages. Well, come in, son. Come in. You look like Santa Claus there with all that stuff. Yeah, how is you, boy? How are you? Say, that tree looks good. Yeah, pretty, ain't it, Andy? Sure is. Wait a minute. Let me lay these packages down here on the sofa. Yeah, tell me this. You making the rounds now, huh? Oh, yeah. Making the rounds. Spreading good cheer and all that stuff. Yeah. Boy, that is a pretty tree. You got a lot of lights on there, too. Uh, yeah, we've we been seeing them for two, three years. You know, they're pretty hard to get now. Oh, sure. I know we, we just decorated that tonight. Yeah. yeah uh, Ruby and her mama is going out to take a few things to some poor people they hear the about here in town. They'll be gone for about an hour. Oh, yeah, I see. I uh, say, Andy, uh, why wasn't you over with all the fellas at the large hall yesterday? Uh, for who, me? Uh, I, I, well, uh, hmm, I must have... Clean forgot about that. Uh, yeah. uh, well, Amos, uh, I'll leave these packages right here. Uh, all of them? Oh, sure. Here's one for Ruby. And here's one for Mama. Here's one for you. And there's a little toy automobile for your baby. Oh, gee, Andy. And here's a package for Abadella. And listen, Amos. Oh, what's that? Be sure and tell her that this one is from Santa Claus. Oh, gee, that's a nice-looking package there for her, all right. Oh, just a little something I picked up, nothing. Well, gee, you certainly is a Santa Claus this year, and I ain't never seen a Santa Claus like this. Yeah, well, don't forget, I seen a lot of stuff over at my place from your house. Yeah, well, like I told you, and it ain't much, but we wanted you to know that we love you and we're thinking about you. Oh, well, Amos, I feel better this year than I ever felt. Uh, by the way, uh, when are you going to open up your packages? All the kids get up early, and we all get up and start early Christmas morning. And now, don't forget, too, you promised us this morning that you'd be here for Christmas dinner. Oh, yeah, yeah, I sure will. That's nice of you, too, because the other two I was figuring on going to didn't work out so good. Oh, it didn't, huh? No. Hey, well, we want you here, Andy, so you count on it. Yeah, well, that's swell, that's swell. Well, I got to get going, son. I got to run around, drop in on two, three people, say hello to them. Yeah, well, okay, son, and I'll see you tomorrow. And thanks a lot for the present. The show was nice of you, Andy. Oh, nothing at all, nothing at all. And say Merry Christmas to Ruby and her mama for me and the kids. Yes, I will, Andy. I'm going on back with Arbadella now. Yeah, well, so long, Amos. So long, Andy, so long. Bring forth the royal diadem and crown him, Lord. Well, honey, you was all in bed, ain't you? Daddy, can I turn on the little radio for a minute before I go to sleep? Yeah, well, just for a minute or two, I'll snap it on for you. There you are. Now we let it warm up a few seconds. We don't want to wake up baby. Oh, music never wakes him up, Daddy. Yeah, well, now... Let me straighten your covers out a little, honey. Tell me this, uh, is you said your prayers? Mommy heard my prayers before she went out, Daddy. Yeah, well, that's The good. Paul Taylor Chorus continues with the Lord's Prayer. Well, now, get under the covers. Daddy, could you get some Christmas music on the radio? 
Why, darling, this is the very best Christmas music you could get. Uh, they're going to sing the Lord's Prayer. I could sing the Lord's Prayer with Molly. She's been teaching it to me. Yeah, I know she is. What does the Lord's Prayer mean, Daddy? Well, it means an awful lot, and with the world like it is today, it seems to have a bigger meaning than ever before. Well, what does the Lord's Prayer mean, Daddy? The Lord's Prayer? Well, darling, I'll explain it to you. Well, will you, Daddy? Yeah, now, you lay down there, that's right, and listen. Now, the first line of the Lord's Prayer is this. Our Father, which art in heaven... That means father of all that is good, where no wrong can ever dwell. Then it says, hallowed be thy name. That means, darling, that we should love and respect all that is good. And then it says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. That means, darling, as we clean our hearts of all hate and selfishness and fill our hearts with love, the good, the true, and the beautiful, then this earth where we are now will be just like heaven. That will be wonderful, Daddy. Then it says after that, give us this day our daily bread. Now that means, honey, to feed our hearts and minds with kindness, love, and courage, which will make us strong for our daily task. And after that, the next line of the Lord's prayer is this, honey. Mm -hmm. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Do you remember the golden rule? Yes, sir. Well, that means that we must keep the golden rule and do unto others as we would want others to do unto us. And then it says after that, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Now that means, my darling, to ask God to help us do and see and think right so that we will neither be led or tempted by anything in the world that could be bad. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. That means, my darling, that all the world and everything is in it belongs to God's kingdom. Everything. Your mommy, your daddy, your little brother, your grandma, you and everybody. And as we know that, and act as if we do know it, my darling, that is the real spirit of Christmas. That's good, Daddy. Well, now, I guess we ought to cut off the radio and let you go to sleep. Good night, Daddy. Good night, sweetheart. Daddy, will you leave the radio on while I go to sleep? All right, I'll leave it on and you can listen to some Christmas music.
of the makers of Rinso and everybody here we want to sincerely wish you a very happy Christmas. We know that to many of you it won't really seem like Christmas this year with your loved ones so far away. But there are many things to be grateful for. And we hope and pray that a year from now we will all be able to celebrate a Christmas when there is really peace on earth. Good night, folks. Merry Christmas. next Friday evening at the same time when the makers of Rinso will again present the Amos and Andy show. Our thanks to the Paul Taylor Chorus for joining Amos and Andy in their Christmas presentation tonight. This is Harlow Wilcox saying goodnight to all of you from all of us. This is the National Broadcasting Company. Ladies and gentlemen, life for the last. Again, we'd like you to meet the Lyon family. I'm Richard Lyon. I'm Barbara Lyon. I'm Ben Lyon. And I'm Daisy Daniels Lyon. 
here they are in Christmas shopping. Oh, Richard, pass the holly paper. And don't use up all those Christmas labels. Okay, Pop. Have you got all the presents for your little friends, dear? Oh, yes, Ma. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle loud and clear. I'm going to give to all my friends what they gave me last year. What <laughs> a very nice Christmas spirit, Richard. You're right, Barbara. Everyone should give with a full heart, without any thought of receiving. Stan. Yes, honey? Last night, I dreamt you gave me a fur coat. Well, don't wake up. <clears throat> now, where's that red ribbon? Oh, here, Daddy. Cap. Oh, thanks. Stan, I wonder what Flory would like for Christmas. A man. <laughs> Man. All right, then. Get her a kitten. She could do with a new puss. Honestly, <laughs> oh. uh, I think you're mean. Uh, what, what's that you're wrapping up, son? What's well, a football I'm giving Willie Wimple. I've always wanted one like this myself. Well, maybe he'll give you one. Oh, I sure hope so. I sort of hinted about it on the card I put inside. Why, that's awful. Oh, don't worry, Ma. It was very subtle. I just said, I hope this present will give you as much pleasure as it would give me if someone like you would give one like it to me. Well, that's a very subtle hint, I must say. Oh, you think so, Pop? Uh, maybe I should make it plainer. No, I think you'll get the gist. Well, I don't, I don't care who gets the gist. Well, I get the football. Oh, Richard, stop talking so much and give me the bottle of perfume I got from Mrs. Hemingway. Here. She's very particular about perfume. What kind did you get her? It's the latest French sensation. It's called nothing. Oh, yes, I've seen the advertisements. It says, everyone will notice you if you have nothing on. <laughs> well, that's what the ad says. Well, never mind the ad. All right, well, hand me the scissors, Phoebe. In a minute, dear. See that parcel I'm sending at, Clemmy? Oh, the one that's all tied up and ready to mail? Yes. Will you open it? All right, but I'll need the scissors to cut the string. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Well, you can't open it without the scissors, and you can't get the scissors without opening the parcel. You mean you wrapped the scissors instead of Aunt Clemmy's presents? That's right. <laughs> Go on, then, open it. All right, but I'll have to take all the labels off. It's going to make a very ugly parcel. You! Oh, Phoebe! Here comes another one. <laughs> I came in the back way. Phoebe, I'm going out shopping with my boyfriend, Cedric, but I do want to look my best. Well, you look simply lovely, Flory. That's a beautiful dress, isn't it, Ben? Yes, and those Christmas shoes are very attractive. Christmas shoes? What do you mean? I can see your mistletoe sticking out. <laughs> well, come to think of it, old boy, you look a bit festive yourself. Really? Yes. You look just like Father Christmas with that little round tummy of yours. <laughs> Is that so? I'll have you know I lost 12 pounds this summer. You didn't lose it. You misplaced it. <laughs> oh, now stop it, you two, or Father Christmas won't bring you a thing. What? Oh, Ma. Now, you can make fun of me if you like, but I know. I see the little man come down the chimney every year. Oh, Mother. Now, leave her alone. She's been seeing little men all of her life. <laughs> well, I was believing. I'm meeting Cedric at Piccadilly Circus. Oh, if you wait a while, you can come with us. We're going to do some more Christmas shopping. Yes, Ben's taking us in the car. No, thank you, dear. I want to get there. <laughs> then why don't you fly down on your broomstick? <laughs> i see you later, Bibi. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Well, I thought it was rather clever. Oh. Well, come on. We'd better get started if we want to finish our shopping. I'll get the car out. All right. Come on, Mother. Let's go up and get our coats. <laughs> <laughs> 
ahead and they turn green. I see them, I see them. The old car's running like a charm, isn't it, B.B.? Yes, too bad it doesn't run like a car. <laughs> is that so? It goes better than Mr. Hemingway's car, and his is a 1953 model. And that's not bad, considering this car is a 52 model. It is? Well, yeah. It'll be 52 years old next week. <laughs> Pop, the traffic lights have changed to red. Ben, can't you do something to stop the wind? It's terrible. Blowing in around the windscreen, isn't it, Barbara? Oh, it isn't bothering me. I'm sitting right behind Richard's ears. <laughs> well, honey, you're lucky. Move over. Pop, what are you waiting for? The lights will never get greener. Look, Richard, I'll get through them as fast as I can. The way you're acting, you think I was under the impression that the red and green lights are Christmas decorations. They are? I didn't know that. <laughs> Look, there's Mayor Clinker. Hello, Mayor Clinker. Hello. Hello. Well, there's Monty's department store, Pop. I see it, son. I'll pull over to the curb. I say, Alice, look at that car. Oh, love and that. What a wreck. He looks just like my first husband. <laughs> You're right. The man driving it looks like Vic Oliver. Vic Oliver? Hmm. He should have as much hair. Oh, Daddy, there's a car park attendant. He'll park the car for you. Oh, yes. Attendant, will you please park my car? Park it. I'll hide it. Well, I have a good mind oh, to... come on, Daddy. All right, but it's a lucky thing for that fellow I'm wearing glasses. Gosh, this store is crowded. It certainly is. Now, keep close, family, or we'll get lost. Oh, what do you want to buy first, Mother? A blue sweater for Mrs. Clinker. Well, we'll stop at this next counter and ask the salesman. Uh, we'll ask him what department they're in. All right. I, I beg your pardon. Could you help us? Yes. <laughs> I... What could I do for you, madam? Well, I'm looking for something in a lady sweater. Uh, anybody I know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see me. <laughs> you certainly are. Hey, Barbara, there's some nice men's handkerchiefs for uh, you-know-who. Oh, yes, but we can't buy them now. The thing is looking at us. <laughs> we'll pretend to the thing. It's for a friend. What are you two mumbling about? Uh, nothing, Pop, nothing. Now, what could I show you? Well, uh, we want to see some of those handkerchiefs for uh, a friend. Here's a box for three pounds and six. Shall I wrap it up? Wait a minute. It only says seven and six on that box. Well, I have to live, don't I? <laughs> I've never heard of such fair-faced robbery. Yeah. I'm so mad I'm fumigated. <laughs> now, come on, family. Ben, let's get in this lift. Up or down, madam? Well, what else have you got? <laughs> well, I could go sideways. <laughs> Come on, get in. Uh, what floor, B.B.? I'll ask him. Excuse me, where are the lady sweaters? As if I've got nothing better to do than answer silly questions. Me on my feet all day, my corn's fair killing me. <laughs> Thought the old Sergeant Major was a terror. Shows you don't know when you're well off. Compared with customers in this here store, he was a little Lord perishing Fauntleroy. <laughs> fair floor, I... Oh, look, Mother, there's some nice dressing gowns over there. Maybe we can find something for Granddad. Oh, that's a good idea. Come on. I hope the salesman isn't as bad as the one downstairs. Oh, don't worry. There couldn't be two crooks like that in the same store. Could there? Yes. <laughs> Just 
the minute. How did you get up here so fast? Oh, everybody makes that mistake. You must have stopped at my brother's counter. Well, if that's your brother, he's an out-and-out thief. He tried to cheat us. He did? Well, wait until I get home and tell Meta. You mean you're going to tell her her son's a thief? Oh, she'll be glad to hear it. She was beginning to lose faith in him. You just love my little gray-haired mother. She's the liveliest little thing for her age. She is? Yes, you should have seen her coming down the street last Christmas Eve. All you could hear was jingle, jingle, jingle. Sleigh bells? No, handcuffs. <laughs> They're taking her to Holloway. <laughs> oh, fine. Could we see an inexpensive blue dressing gown for my grandfather? I'm sorry, but we haven't any left. How about a black chiffon nightgown? For my grandfather? Well, why not? If he wants to be silly in his old age. <laughs> Now, don't be ridiculous. But wait a minute. Why don't you buy that for your mother, B.B.? Oh, goody. That'll be four pounds six. Well, I want to see it first. Nosy little thing, aren't you? <laughs> All right. Here. Take a peek. All right. That's enough. But please, I'd like to feel it. Perhaps you'd like me to slip it on while you're at it. <laughs> I'll wrap it up. No, now, wait a minute. It might not be the right size. I don't want to be wasting my money. How old is your mother? Seventy-two. Then it doesn't matter what size that ship on nightgown you get, you're still wasting your money. <laughs> well, you can just unwrap it because we don't want it. Oh, I'm so mad I could slap you right on the escalator. <laughs> Come on, Daddy. Let's go to the toy department. right over here. I see it. Well, Pop, where's Ma? Well, she was here a second ago. Oh, B.B. I'm right behind you. Yes. Did you think I was gone? Yes, and I still do. <laughs> now, stay with us. Oh, there's a salesman who isn't busy. Oh, you're right. Don't forget to get a talking doll for little Fran Chris. I won't. I beg your pardon. Could we see a talking doll? <laughs> oh, yes, but of course. How about this lovely singing doll? To start it singing, I press this button. Wish you were here. Wish you were here. Wish you were here. And to stop it, I press this button. Wish you were here. Wish you were here. Wish you were here. To stop it, I press this button. Wish you were here. Wish you were here. Wish you were here. Do you think she'd be satisfied with a sleeping doll? <laughs> this is the most ridiculous store. It's only a toy pistol. How much is the doll? I've no idea. I've no idea what anything is. Well, for heaven's sake. What are you doing in back of that counter? Oh, I had to get behind something. I've lost my trousers. <laughs> Come on, Mother. There's some more dolls over here. I've had enough. I'll wait for you under this clock. All right, honey. Come along, children. Oh, please, Gun. Will you hold this baby while I do some shopping? Why, I couldn't. You see, if I... Oh, time or so. I'll be right back. Oh, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Take this baby back. Hey, madam, come back here. Oh, you stop that. Now, what'll I do? Uh, Bibi, where are you? Ah! Oh, you heartless man. Why do you let that little baby cry like that? There, there. Did your daddy control you too tightly? There. Can't you even hold it properly? I I'm sorry, I didn't know. You didn't know? At your age... Oh, you don't deserve to have a lovely baby like this. But I haven't got a baby. No? Then what's that in your holding? A Christmas pudding? <laughs> no, what I meant to say was, this baby's not mine. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh! 
admit your own child. I tell you, I'm not this baby's father. Ben, what's that you've got in your arm? A baby. Oh, come now. I haven't been gone that long. <laughs> well, look, a baby. Is it with you, Pop? No, I was standing here under the clock and it rolled up and asked me the time. <laughs> Where it came from? Of course he does. He's old enough to know about the store. I don't know. A woman asked me to take care of it for her. I don't even know her name. <laughs> Come on. Let's go through the store and try to find its mother. All right. What did she look like? Was she tall or was she short? I'm not quite sure. A uh, blonde or brunette? She was wearing a hat. Well, that'll be easy. Oh, all we have to do is look for a tall, short blonde with black hair. Yeah. Well, come on. Let's start looking. Pop, haven't you seen the baby's mother yet? How can he see her when he doesn't even know what she looks like? Oh, don't worry. We'll find her. Baby, which is your mother? Point her out. Oh, this is a pretty kettle of fish. Oh, say, let's walk over to the lost and found department. That's a good idea. I'm sorry, Bebe, but I didn't take any notice of the woman. Well, that proves one thing. She wasn't Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was very, very clever, Richard. Oh, here's the lost and found department. Daddy, why don't you ask the man behind the desk? Maybe he's looking for the baby. You're right. I beg your pardon, sir. Uh, yes? <laughs> I might have known there'd be a third, brother. That's right. What could I do for you? Do you recognize this baby's face? Oh, cover it up, please. Well, I think I looked like that before I looked like this. I can't bear it. Now, stop being silly. Do you know if anyone has lost a baby? No. When did you lose the baby? We haven't lost one. We found one. <laughs> someone else must have lost it. That's what we're trying to tell you. What? That someone else lost it. <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> Can I leave it here? I'm sorry. We have no facilities for taking care of babies. But the mother's bound to be here soon. We have no facilities for taking care of mothers either. How about putting an ad in the paper? Well, yes, but we can't come right out and say baby found, or everybody will want to claim it. You're right, Barbara. We'll have to make it very subtle. I've got it. We'll say found. Small pink object covered with talcum powder. <laughs> oh, fine. And in the meantime, what are we going to do with the little thing? We'll just have to take it home. We can't. Oh, we'll have to. The store's closing. But, Phoebe, it's going to be a lot of trouble for you. We haven't had a little baby around the house for a long time. Oh, it won't be too difficult. You'll learn in no time. <laughs> now, wait a minute. How am I going to learn to take care of a baby? Well, if I were you, I'd start at the bottom. <laughs> And don't speak so loudly. The baby's asleep in the den. Oh, good. I'm going to the club with Wimple. He's calling for me. You're doing nothing of the kind. You found that baby, and it's your job to take care of it. <coughs> Go on in now and see what it wants. Oh, all right. Uh, say, I bought some baby's dummies. Did you see them around any place? Well, were they little flat brown things? Yes, what'd you do with them? I thought they were mushrooms, so I chopped them up and put them in the soup. <laughs> oh, fine. Oh, dear, Ben, Ben, uh, I'll answer the baby and you feed the door. <laughs> oh, you've got me all mixed up. Well, I'm glad you're normal again. Uh, if that's Wimple, tell him I'm in the den. All right, dear. Oh, hello, 
Hello, Mr. Wimple. Hello, Mrs. Hill. I... Lemme, what was that? Oh, uh, haven't you heard the news? The one news? We've got a little stranger. Why, Mrs. Hill, congratulations. Oh, don't congratulate me. The credit should go to Ben. Yeah. <laughs> when did this happy event take place? Oh, just an hour ago. And you're walking around already? Well, of course. Well, I can't understand why Mr. L didn't tell me before. Well, how could he? He didn't know about it himself until it happened. Well, I call that carrying secrecy too far. Where did this sweet little bundle arrive? In hospital? No, no, in Monty's department store. Yes, I, uh, eh? That's right, then we brought it home. Well, this is all very unusual. But if you need any baby clothes, we'd be very glad to lend you some. Well, thank you, but that won't be necessary. The baby arrived fully dressed. Oh, blimey. It's wonderful what you can do under national health, isn't it? We haven't got used to it yet. Ben's still trying to figure out where it came from. Well, didn't anyone tell him about the birds and the bees? Well, of course, Mr. Wimple, but this is a baby. I wish we knew who its parents were. What? what? I thought you said it was your baby. Oh, no. A woman left it with Ben this morning, and we don't know who she is. (laughs) Well, of course, that's different. Yes. I'm only its mother by proxy. That's a legal term. It means like uh, when you're not all there. (laughs) That's you, all right, Mrs. Hill. Thank you. Oh, is that you, Wimple? Yes, Mr. Hill. Well, you're just in time. Come on in and help me take care of this baby. Okay, do. I'll be right in. Well, Mr. Hill, where's the baby? Uh, right here on the couch. Wait, I'll lift him up and show him to you. <laughs> Why are you putting on that smug mask? Because it's hygienic. I mustn't go near the baby without something over my face. Oh, you think the shop might be too much for it, eh? <laughs> now, don't be sarcastic. I'm doing it to keep the germs away. <laughs> I was only pulling you late. That baby will see far worse sights in your face in his lifetime. I don't know, though. <laughs> now, cut that out. Oh. oh, poor little thing. I think he wants something to eat. I wonder what kind of a diet it's on. He isn't on any diet, you silly thing. Imagine a tiny little baby like this wanting to reduce. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if he's on some special kind of food. I think he's hungry. Oh, well, I'll go and get something from the fridge. Yeah. Do you think he'd like a n- nice plate of cold pork and pickles? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't be daft. It needs milk. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> well, I already tried milk, but I spilt most of it. Oh, how? The funnel kept slipping out of its mouth. <laughs> You don't know anything about kids. Oh, I suppose you're an expert. Well, with 13 kids, I should be. It's easy to take care of a baby. All you have to do is to feed it properly, put talcum powder in the silliest places. Oh, I think he's talking to me. Here, let me hold him, Mr. L. All right, but now be careful. Here. Tom, I say, he's not very good looking, is he? Well, turn him the right way up. Oh, sorry. Yes, you're right, baby. Uncle Horace doesn't know how to hold you properly. Uh, give him here, Wimple. I'll show you. All right. Here you are. <laughs> you see, 
You hold it with one hand supporting its back like this, and the other hand supports its tiny head like this. I see. Well, that's not all. See how happily and naturally the little darling nestles in my arms? <laughs> yes. Hear him. It's because it feels tied to me by an invisible bond of love and affection. Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> Mr. L? Yes? You'd make a wonderful mother. <laughs> now, stop ribbing me. There, now. Who's was you done? You, you frightened me. I did not. Did I, baby? Yes. <laughs> Perhaps it needs comforting. Now, where's the dummy? Oh, Bebe's in the next room. <laughs> I mean the baby's comforter. Oh, she put him in the soup. Uh, Maybe he'd like some entertainment. Entertainment? Entertainment. <laughs> you see? He agrees. Go on, Wimple. Amuse him. Tell him a story. Okay, Doc. Now, Biddams, listen to your Uncle Holly. Yes? Okay. Once upon a time, there was a commercial traveler... And a farmer's daughter. Oh, naughty, naughty. <laughs> a wimple, cut the clowning. We've got to make him go back to sleep. Oh, don't worry. I'll do it. Good. Well, how long do you think it'll take you to put him to sleep? About one round. <laughs> what? Oh, no. I was only kidding the kid. I'm going out in the kitchen and warm some hot milk for him. <laughs> Oh, just fine. He's sound asleep, thanks to Wimple. How did you do it, Mr. Wimple? Oh, I just gave him a bottle of warm milk. Uh, has your mother heard anything from the baby's parents yet? No, she's phoned the police in the newspapers, but hasn't heard a word. Tracing missing persons isn't easy, Daddy. Now, you're right, Barbara. My wife got lost in Nipping Forest once. It was five weeks before I found her. Oh, why did it take so long? I didn't look. you go to the police and tell them what your wife looked like. Oh, <laughs> they wouldn't believe me. <laughs> well, then, then how's the baby? Oh, fine. He's fast asleep. No news, eh? No, its parents must be worried sick. Well, maybe it's been left an orphan. Oh, come now, girl. What would a little baby like that do with an orphan? Honestly, <laughs> Richard. Oh, it's a sweet little thing, isn't it, Mr. Wimple? Yes, it's a pity he's so ugly. With a mug like that, he'll never be good-looking. Oh, you're wrong. It's the other way around. A beautiful baby never grows up to be a handsome man. Oh, but I did. <laughs> oh, I think the baby's waking up. I'm going out to get a bottle. You mean he's thirsty again? No, but I am. <laughs> what? No, no, no. I'm going out to make him some hot milk. Well, I think I'll get something to eat, too. I'm hungry. But you just had your dinner. Yeah, but that was ten minutes ago. I'm going to get a snack out of the fridge. There's a little custard in there and some pickles. Honestly, he'd eat anything. Yeah, maybe we better hide the baby. <laughs> oh, Ben, isn't it the most adorable child? Look, it's waking up. Waking up, 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 up. <laughs> Mr. L., I want to thank you so much for minding my baby. Your baby? 
This is your baby? That's right. Didn't you know? Well, how could I? Some strange woman gave it to me. Oh, that was my sister. I knew you'd take good care of him, so I didn't bother to find you. Fancy you not knowing our little Donald. That's nothing. Wimple didn't know him either. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hello, Wilhelmina. Mr. L, here's a bottle for the baby. Honest Wimple, don't you know who this baby is? <laughs> no, I'm glad you're here to see it. Did you ever see a dial like that before? <laughs> What's the matter with his face? Well, he looks like an unhappy frog. <laughs> Mr. Wimple! I'll bet this baby's mother's got a face like the back of a bus. <laughs> what? I can't understand how she got anyone to marry her. The husband must be a blooming idiot. I agree with you there. This baby happens to be our own little Donald. He is? Oh, you're the limit. Imagine not knowing your own baby. Well, after all, you can't blame him. With 13 of them, it must be a job to keep track. Yes. Thanks, Mr. L. It's going to be more difficult when the next one arrives. Dada. <laughs> Hello, young Donald. Hello, Big Ed. <laughs> Yes, he certainly is. And you know something, Mrs. L? Now that he's sitting up with a light on his face... Yes? I've never seen such a beautiful baby. here without the wimple baby, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm glad we don't have to feed him anymore. I never saw such a hungry baby. Oh, you're just afraid of the competition. Oh, I'm the one that should be glad it's gone. I'm all worn out from taking care of him. Oh. Come in. Hello. I can't tell in the news. Our new baby should be here very soon. The missus has gone to the hospital. Oh, how wonderful. Number 14, eh? That's right. And it leaves me with all the blooming housework to do. Oh, that's too bad, Wimple. I'll be glad to help in any way I can. I knew you'd say that, Mr. Hill. So I brought the kids over for you to take care of while the missus is away. <laughs> what? That's right. Children, forward, march. <laughs> Left, right. Hello, Mr. Bell. Left, right. Hello, Mr. Bell. Bring in your luggage. With B.B. Daniels and Ben Lyon with our children, Barbara and Richard. Also in this recording were Horace Percival, Doris Rogers, Hugh Morton, Molly Weir, David Enders, Gwen Lewis, and Harry Morris. The script was by B.B. Daniels, Bob Block, and Ronnie Hanbury. The BBC Variety Orchestra was conducted by Paul Fennelly. Production by Tom Ronald. Sorry, it was the hidden Yeah, Budweiser doesn't make a 